Hello and welcome back to your thoughts, feelings, emotions. I'm your host, Dan Weller, joined with you as always by excellent co-host, Annie Vancom. Howdy, everybody. That was probably way too fast for anyone to understand, but I really don't care. Yes, I care. Like, I care about everything, and I am not clicking a pen because I am a Yeah, please stop child. clicking. It's really annoying. <laughs> everyone can hear you clicking, and it's really very frustrating. No, everyone's smoothed and relaxed and loves it. It's, it's a nice feeling. I bet they it's... can hear you fiddling around your microphone as well. Yep, again. Ooh, it's like ASMR, Dan, but I'm bad at it. <laughs> Is that what we're coming out on ASMR podcast? Maybe, who knows? We're all about thoughts, feelings, emotions, so why not go and... Thoughts, ad- feelings, ad- emotions, ad- and tingles. Oh, I don't ever say that word. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what fucking annoys me about ASMR? It fucking creeps me the fuck out, and I don't like it. I'm alright with it. No, I can't, I can't listen to it. I like a good it. old tingle every me. now and then. No, it's not a no. It's just it's like fucking sitting back and relaxing and listening to like relaxing music. It just doesn't do anything for me. It 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 creeps me out. It depends what mood I'm in. Sometimes I don't like it. Sometimes I do. No, but just no. Anything you've watched this week that has has relaxed you? I wouldn't say relaxed. Ah, you never I mean, know. Right off. No, not really. Um, I did finally after however many months it was between the release of it originally on Disney Plus and finally getting released on Disney Plus for free, because <laughs> fuck paying for the 20 quid to watch this, uh, I did watch Rare and the Last Dragon, and I mean, it's ultimately all right. It's only all right. Nothing more than uh, it's that. Not, well, it looks very nice, but ultimately the story is okay. <laughs> the characters oh. are pretty much all right. Uh, there's a weird ninja baby with some monkeys as a helper. Um, but they, they set up... I think this movie could have been better as a TV series because they, they dump so much lore into the background. Right, yeah. And then it's just rushed through. And the lore is pretty interesting, but, like, the the entire premise is just, like, it just gets over and done with so quickly. Like, you could have extended this and made, like, a TV... Like, Avatar The Last Airbender sort of style, which I think a lot of people have compared it to. I, I think, think in a lot of situations now, been... I much prefer a TV show to a film, just because of how much backstory you can fit into a TV show. Yeah, sometimes they drag it out too much, though. I think it depends on the story that you're trying to tell. Absolutely. Tr- I think comic book films are great, because they're not big stories anyway, Yeah. for example. And I mean, you've watched one comic book movie, or two comic book movies this month, and I've watched one. Or TV shows. I was going to say, I've not watched a single movie this week. I think when was the last time I watched one? I'm going to watch Black Widow when it comes out. That's about it. Yeah, that, that's not soon, isn't it? That's end of this month? Next or? month. Next month. Next month. We will, of July. I guarantee we'll have a TBO for it. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, um, yeah, let's wait for that. But you finally watched Invincible, Dan. I have. I have finally watched Invincible, and I watched it all in the week. And it is great. Told you. It is very good. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm really into it. Um, I'm now looking forward to season two. Yeah. Uh, be a while for between that because it's animated. So it's going to not as easy to film. and re- like. I mean, the art style is quite simplistic. They save up all the uh, good stuff for the fight scenes. Well, it might so. not be too bad because I imagine a lot of the background could be CGI'd. Maybe. I don't know what that is. That's how they tend to do some comics now. They, they CGI the background. They go, okay, we just want this kind of stock image background and they, they use it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's a very simplistic art style until it gets to the, like, action. It might not be too bad. I mean, Simpsons, they make one episode a week. It's like, I think every episode takes three weeks to make, total. Well, South Park is the prime example. South Park is updated every week. From story to f- production, it takes a week. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like 2D images in it, so fuck, just 2D. No, because they made an entire program to simplify the process, so they just made it as simple as possible. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you've got the resources to have a show like that. Which is why, like, South Park is so up-to-date with current, like, affairs, and it, it's just changed to, like, a weekly, every month, uh, every week update of what life is, but exaggerated to the extreme, which it just goes to show you how good the uh, writers are. But I haven't watched South Park in a long time. So I would recommend Invincible. Uh, however, I would say wait until the second episode in. Because for me, the first episode, or a lot of it, I was a bit bored. No, I tell people, you watch the first episode, and then you wait till the fucking end, and <laughs> then you're fucking in. That's all I say, is I'm just like, what you gotta do, watch the first episode. If you're not sold, wait till the end, and then tell me whether or not you still want to watch it. Well, I was, I was sold on the second episode. No, the first episode, man. First episode, yeah, it's all. It's just a, just your classic comic book story. If you notice it, I won't. Ah, oh, fuck it. We're gonna spoil it right now. Uh, basically, it it's all nice and like cartoony kids thing. There's no blood. It's people get hit in the <laughs> eye, but there aren't any. And then the final bit of the episode, just murder, blood, all of that. The impact of the blood is always good. That the violence is always good. But yeah, everyone's seen this film, uh, TV show by now. And speaking of TV shows that everyone has watched. Dan, it finally happened. We've got a third Disney TV Marvel. We, we did. And honestly, I was hooked in the show the first eight minutes. Mm-hmm. It, I enjoyed it's this one. very, very good. And you know what's sad, Dan? We won't be doing weekly updates on uh, small 10-minute episode reviews because we don't have time. No, we do not. And it comes out on a Wednesday. And by the time we actually got around to doing it, everyone else would have already done it. And I feel like we'd lose the algorithm. So Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, it's very sad. <laughs> But what was your favorite stuff about it? Loki. I just thought, yeah. I really enjoyed the TV aspect. It was that uh, opening scene where he's getting processed. Mm. That was already good. I, I, I have some speculation about it. I reckon Loki is going to break the time variant authority. Well, I, I guarantee it. He it's... is going, I reckon he's going to be the cause that makes the multiverse of madness happen. Because I wasn't 100% sure what was going to happen with this show. But I'm now 100% guaranteed that this is going to happen. Oh, yeah. Th- this, this show is 100% making an autobus. And do you want to know the moment that made me think it? Is it's when what? he. Because once he's gone to that office place and he's gone, found the Infinity Stones, and they're all in a drawer because, hey, the most powerful object in the universe is just reduced to a paperweight in the Time Variant Authority. Yeah. And he looks at that big old computer screen and goes, is this the ultimate power in the universe? And I reckon in that moment, everything after that is an act. Well, apparently Tom Hiddleston said uh, episode four and five is his favorites. Maybe. So, but, I mean, based on the, you know, the strength of this first episode, I'm looking forward to more. Yeah, this is definitely the strongest of the three opening. Well, last uh, I checked IMDb, it was rating at a nine out of ten. I think IGN gave it a seven. So, I mean, maybe. Yeah, but IGN is critics. IMDb is people, for most part. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I think this does suffer from like, oh, hey, look, it's him watching the events of all of the life acts that he does. But his, it's not him. And I think there's some weird discrepancies in his character. Like the robot joke where he goes to the thing and he's like, what if I am a robot? I think that's <laughs> kind of... Like, I liked the moment, but I don't think that version of Loki would say that. Because it's the 2012 Loki where he's a maniacal evil person. He still made jokes. He still made jokes in... Yeah, but I don't think it would be that extent. Well, no, but would you not think that? Like, what if I am a robot? Because the question is, oh, to your knowledge, are you not a robot? Like, no. 
Yeah, and then he goes, he like, would, do people know they're over I think he'd be so, I think he'd be confident in that moment. I don't know. I just, I don't think that works. We've just been caught by a random authority that says you're a variant. They're like, well. Yeah, I know, but I just, I think there's some discrepancy. But Maybe, I do, but I, I, I like it, but I just think it's sort of a bit, doesn't play with the character as I would have thought that character would be. So my, my thing is that as soon as he sees the ultimate power, he becomes a lot more open. And I think that's an act to try and get on the side of Mobius so that he can then take it over. May well be, but we will have to wait and see. Mm. However, what we will see is why does this exist? I thought you were going to talk about your Dark Materials or whatever the fuck it was. It's very true, but I finished it. a TV show, and it's a great TV show, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about it enough in every other episode. Yeah, but we have to have these updates, Dan, because you very rarely finish anything. I have finished it. I've finished his Dark Materials. And How'd I'm your Watchdogs play through? <laughs> Shut up. We don't talk about that one. I will get back to it, I swear. Uh-huh. I might start the game again. Fair enough. Um, his talking shows is very good. It's a good show. Um, I'm now ready for the final season. So people who don't yeah. know, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before, but uh, each season is a book and it's three books. Nice. And one terrible movie. And a terrible movie, but the kind of the story is essentially the same as the first season. However, it's actually fin- the TV show actually finishes the story and all the events happen in the right order and it leaves the dark tones in. So there's no big old polar bears fighting. Oh, no, there definitely is. How's the CGI on them? It's actually pretty decent for a TV show. I was was surprised at how good it was for a TV show. Mind you, it is done by HBO Max. And HBO Max tend to do quite good CGI on their shows. Fair dues. Fair dues. Anyway, why does this exist? What have you got for us? Uh, So, Dan, you know how the digital art world's been pissing us off? recently yes with nfts and do you want to know what's pissing us off in the real art world go on what invisible is sculptures are selling for eighteen thousand three hundred dollars <laughs> it's so stupid i can't laugh <laughs> and this isn't the first one that the creator of this invisible sculpture has sold this so- man's a genius He's made money so by doing Salvatore absolutely nothing. Garru, a 67-year-old Italian artist, auctioned an immaterial sculpture as the artwork does not exist for $18,300. Titled Lo Sono, which trans to, uh, translates to I Am, the work finds significance in its nothingness, Garro told Spanish news outlets. Uh, the vacuum is nothing more than a space full of energy, and even if we empty it and there is nothing left, according to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that nothing has a weight, therefore it has energy that is condensed and transformed into particles. That is it into us, he was quoted as saying. This is so stupid. Yeah, well, art is stupid. I think it's just proving the point how stupid it is. Yeah, but people will buy it. And apparently it has to be in a very tall room. Uh, <laughs> what? So, so, okay. Uh, the buyer was given a certificate of so the buyer was given a certificate of authentication along with the instruction that the work must be exhibited in a private house in a roughly a five by five foot space free of obstruction. So five oh. by five foot space of free area to put your invisible sculpture that no one can see. And you got to have it on display. <laughs> I mean, you might as well have it on display if you're paying that much money for it. Ignore the fact it's invisible, but you might as well have it on display. Yeah. I mean, I have it on display right now. Oh, you're the one who bought it. Oh, yeah, I can see yeah. it. Oh, I didn't buy it. I just stole it. He didn't notice. It wasn't. He, he didn't notice anything. Oh, wow. It yeah. looks very pretty. It's, yeah, it's just right over there in the corner. Just yeah. Just in my five by five foot space. Got to give it as a giveaway. 
A giveaway. Oh, a giveaway for the Invisible Sculpture. Yeah, like, subscribe, comment, like our Instagrams, whatever, fucking anything that YouTubers who try and scam you into liking their content do. <laughs> uh, and then we'll give you this sculpture that we stole. And we're so high tech, we will teleport it to you. And we won't announce mm. who it was, we don't make anyone jealous. But if you're lucky enough, you will find the Invisible Sculpture behind you mm. right now. Yeah, this, this dude sold a bunch of stuff like that, so it's not the first one that he's done. He's a genius, though. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, I I don't hate the I don't hate the player. I hate the game. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's never hate the, the person well. who. Yeah, he's played the game well. Anyone who sells NFTs playing the game well, it's just the people who are stupid enough to buy it. Ab- absolutely, the, the people that I'm mad at. That's all I'm mad at. You're mad what's at wrong dude. with this world? Yeah, it's like people on OnlyFans. It's like. Don't hate them. Hate the people who are buying it. They're the <laughs> dumb ones. The internet is full of porn. You don't have to pay for it. Well, talking about f- films, let's go on to stream that movie news into my head. Porn, the highest degree of films. Let's go on to the lesser stuff. <laughs> well, let's go with the trailers. So there's a bunch of trailers this week, but there's two we found particularly interesting. Yeah. Uh, so Netflix's Masters of the Universe Revelation which is the reboot of He-Man. Yes. You remember He-Man, Dan? He-Man and the Skull Guy. Which the I don't remember the his name. straight white icon, the powerful, sexy, <laughs> ultimate male like version of human peak performance. <laughs> the alpha male. Not alpha gay males. at all. No, Not no, no, no. a no, gay no. icon at all. Not <laughs> Straight white, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That 100% the icon the epitome of the male ego <laughs> not campy not get not not a symbol or anything that guy is yeah, getting yeah. a netflix reboot and to be honest it looks pretty good mark hamill's the voice of gray skull i got a castlevania vibes for the animation style oh yeah i did too i think it's just because netflix goes for that sort of cause maybe it's i mean easy maybe it's the same group animators i don't know maybe but we'll get to because the animations look very similar. Yeah, I mean it's not a bad art style for me at least. I wasn't a great fan of it. What, what we... do you think of He Man Dan and his rippling abs of power? I've never actually watched it. However, neither I, have I. I know the memes. <laughs> I know of the character. There's so many memes with Skeletor as well. I know Skeletor, that like, men used men think of him as like, oh, this is what men should be. And it's yeah. like the campiest thing, and it's like for a straight white man, this is the epitome of what a straight <laughs> white man could be, but it's the campiest shit ever. Maybe that's so, what a straight white man should be. Really camp. Yeah. You know, also it's 2021, man. You can do whatever you want. Last week. It's also Pride Month, so we should be supporting of people who want to be things. Yeah, I have nothing wrong with it. I just think it's funny. Uh, but yeah, I, I might watch this when it comes out. Kevin Smith is producing it, so I mean... Ah, of course is, it is. Yeah, he's he loves stuff, and it's where the 80s series left off, so I mean, why not? I mean, so I, yeah. I guess. Uh, premieres on July 23rd, only on Netflix. It's not bad, not part, bad. Do we know... It's part is one, it a film apparently. or a series? Uh, I think it's a series. Do we know how many episodes it's going to be? Well, it says part one, so it might be a movie. Maybe. Who knows? Well... I imagine it's probably a mo- uh it's probably it might be a movie because it's Masters of the Universe Reve- Revelations. So that sounds like but it's part 1 of Masters of the Universe. Well, we'll have oh, to well, wait and we'll see. We'll find out. I mean we could google it right now, but why would we do that? Yeah, why would we ever do that? 
What we could do, though, is move on to the next one of our trailers. Ron's Gone Wrong. Yeah, this is a kid's film, I believe. Yeah, by 20th Century Fox. Um, And this is... Oh, by the way, sim- it was a TV series. Oh, sick. Uh, <laughs> throw me off there. <laughs> uh, this is kind of like a cross between the Mitchells versus the Machine and um that big Hero 6 movie. Oh, yeah, I the- see that. I see that. Yeah. Anyway. Where it's like a robot sort of An world emoji where everyone... Way. Yeah, maybe the emoji. I really hate the character designs. <laughs> the robot is cute as fuck, but I hate the character designs <laughs> of all the people. Can we just have the robots? Yeah, but it's like a little Among Us, little fucking dome boy. Um, and it's broken, and everyone else has a good working one. And it's a heartfelt thing about friendship and all of that shit. And because it Ron's gone right. wrong. Yeah, he's a little broken boy, and he he glitches and has. He's very cute. Def- yeah, he's, it looks very very nice. I like the robot design. It's like one of the best looking. Like it does look like a little Baymax, but shrunk down. And he tries to strangle a chicken at some point. It's weird. I wonder what they because it doesn't really tell you the story. Well, it's kind of like this kid has no friends, and he's trying to make friends, and he's got his little robot, and his robot's probably going to help him get friends. I mean, why would you not want to watch this? But yeah, I do hate the character designs. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that design, but it really annoys me. Who makes it? Is it Pixar? No, this is 20th Century Fox. Is that the animation not, studio as well? Uh, and Locksmith Animations. I was trying so. to remember, because that animation style looks very similar to me. Well, yeah, everyone tries to rip off Pixar. Uh, it features the voices of Zach Galifianakis, Galifianakis Jack Dylan, Grazer, Olivia Coleman. Hey, everyone's favorite. Uh, oh, Ed Helms, Justice Smith, Rob Delaney, Kaylee Cantrell. Uh, Richard, Ricardo Hurtado, fucking butchering people's names, Marcus Scribner, and Thomas Barbacas. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and that's it for trailers, really. I I just thought is, that is one. Is it Illumination? Was... Uh, no, illumination. They do Minions. Yes, I'm saying it's not, no, it's not Illumination. No, I told you the animation studio, Dan. Yeah, but I searched it up and it came up with nothing. It didn't even come up with Locksmith this Locksmith Animations. Probably some really small, like underpaid animation studio that twentieth so- 20th century Fox bought. It's under the Disney banner now, anyway. So actually, that's really weird. They're not using Pixar. Well, Disney owns Pixar, and this probably was in production before Disney bought Maybe. Fox. Like this premise is probably the same for like ages ago. But What's yeah, going on with sirens around my house? I don't know. Why do you have a load of horny mermaids around your house? I, I wish I did have that. That'd be a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to more aquatic sea life. Aquaman has got its title for its sequel. Yeah, what do you make of the title? It's called Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Didn't he already find the Lost Kingdom to find his mum? You would have oh. thought so, wouldn't you? Wasn't that what he found? Wasn't it the Lost Kingdom that he found his mum in and there was the big uh, yeah, Kraken-like you know, creature? There's now another Lost Kingdom. Voiced by Mary Poppins. Act- I'm not a great fan of this name. I, I don't know. Lost Kingdom always sounds dumb. I mean, I think I'd rather it should be called Aquaman 2. I think they should have just called it Aquaman Loses His Kingdom and Finds a New One. Who knows? It should have been Aquaman 2. I think this name actually sounds quite stupid, if I'm honest. I'm sure, yeah. It does. It's not a great one. No. It's worse than Spider-Man No, uh, no Way Home. No, I like No Way Home. It says worse than that. Got... It says that bad. It's not great, though, though. I'm not going to find out any like... of the Spider-Man films titles. <laughs> These three. 
Well, because they have Homan and they detect they, really they hard turned really hard into having home in the title. Yeah, it's, For, it's like, even if it's the detriment of the film, it's like, oh hey, no way home, homecoming, far from home. He's yeah, always like, uh... he's a home and grown baby boy. Not well, the best he... trilogy naming scheme. <laughs> to be fair, No Way Home is probably detailing the fact that Disney and Spider-Man aren't going to work together anymore, so he's not going to be home. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, it's a subtle prod. Um, going for more Disney news. Dan, I know you haven't watched it, but Cruella 2 is already development at Disney. You could have just said talking about sequels. I could have, but I like Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to plug Disney because Disney needs my plugging. Disney's our sponsor. Yeah. Get Disney Go Plus. Subscribe. We watch it. Why shouldn't you? Yeah. Disney. Look how good I am at plugging shit. <laughs> um, yeah, this was inevitable because I watched this film and the end of the movie is basically a sequel bait. So. Of course it is. It'd be really sad if it wasn't. But as far as you told also, me, I missed a good film. the fucking sequel bait. <laughs> Because it was the end credit, and I fucking walked out because I was like, well, they're not going to fucking put an end credit scene in a Disney Cruella movie, and lo and behold, they did. So I missed it, but I went and watched it on the internet because it was on Disney+, Plus and people just pirated that ending. So, hell yeah to the internet. <laughs> but basically, it's just the two people get Dalmatians, and they're the people who are the original people in the fucking Disney movie that originally happened. So, and people got mad because they weren't white. Well, apparently, it's opening so. weekend. They made twenty-seven million in the box office. Yeah, it's not Domestic. a bad movie. And then eighty-five. Like, I don't million. hate this movie. I just don't really see the point in making because Cruella. I reckon Cruella Two won't be called Cruella Two. It will be called One Hundred and One Dalmatians because it will basically be One Hundred and One Dalmatians. Or they could go the Maleficent route. What's the Maleficent route? I haven't watched any of them. Well, the first movies. Maleficent is just um, the, the witch's perspective in. Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. So at the end of that film, it's Sleeping Beauty. Like she... well, but the idea behind it is Maleficent uh, was the one who cursed the spindle wheel pin. Yeah. And then she also kind of raised uh, Sleeping Beauty right. for her whole childhood. Yeah. So she was basically like a, a stepmom. And then she was like, oh no, it's so sad. And then whatever. It, it's the original story. And then they just made a sequel that had nothing to do with the lore behind it. And the sequel was just I like... Swear I saw the, the trailer kingdom for that and it looked angels. mad. Or yeah. Maleficent 2. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. It was like really out there and like had nothing to do with Yeah, it. that's what Maleficent 2 was. So they could do the same thing with Cruella 2 and just have nothing to do with Dalmatians. They kill Rottweilers or something. I don't know. It was just something completely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, maybe do more fashion shit with Cruella if you want it. I don't know. I mean, I, I have some of the, the fun film, stuff so in that movie. I can't really know where, where you go from this. What, Cruella? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to spoil it? I can spoil it. No, I'm alright. I think I want to watch it one day. One day, though. It'll be a while. It'll come out on Disney Plus for free in a couple months. You can watch it then. Well, yes. Well, Disney have announced it's 90 days from any release date. Oh, nice. So, 90 days after Black Widow releases, you can get it for free on Disney Plus. And then more stuff that's coming out. Ted 2 TV show in development. I don't Uh, think it's Ted 2. Well, Ted TV Ted Free, Ted TV. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Talks. Everyone's favorite. Oh, yeah, the new Ted Talks. Ted the Teddy Bear. Yeah. Dan, do you remember Ted 1 and 2? That Ted Teddy Bear. Ted 1 was, was alright. Ted 2 is awful. Uh, yeah, Ted 1 was good. And then Ted 2 was what? Road Trip? It's just called Ted 2. Yeah, but it was like a road trip, wasn't it? I don't, I don't remember. It's really forgetful. Really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. It had Amanda Seyfried in it, and that was like because they got rid of Mila Kunis 
as yeah. the love. And I was like, oh, but I like Mila Kunis. Yeah, same. And, and, she's and then they just, I like Amanda Seyfried, but I mean, it was just like, oh, is this the new love interest? But it wasn't a love interest. And I was like, what happened to the love interest? The whole last movie was him getting the love interest. And then they just dumped the love interest. Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> but now we're getting a TV show. So we get to see that rude bear again. Uh, yes, but Seth uh, MacFarlane is going to return, likely. May return. Uh, but Mark Wahlberg is very unlikely to return. Well, yeah, I don't care about Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, why would he return for a TV show? He's he's too famous for that. So is MacFarlane. Well, no, MacFarlane likes TV. MacFarlane's um, Family Guy. Yeah, but he's also done TV shows. He yeah, but what is he's not too famous for? He did 100 Ways to Die in the West or whatever that movie was, where he puts a flower in Liam Neeson's ass. I think Mark Wahlberg would just, yeah, he wouldn't want to do this. Yeah. I mean, Mark Wahlberg is like not the best part about those movies anyway. So no, I no, mean, definitely not. Seth MacFarlane yeah. is the best part. Yeah. Um, and then final yeah. news. Uh, would you watch this? Uh, would, would I, what, the t- TV, TED TV show? Yeah. Would you watch it? If it's free. Depends on what it's out on. Yeah, it depends I'd on what it's out on. Probably give it a go. It's not easily accessible. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like probably Netflix give it a something. go. I'd probably give it a chance. Yeah. The sirens again. <laughs> Those horny sirens. God damn. Oh, it's going to Peacock, which means we'll never get to see it. Uh, I mean, Peacock's the um, fucking American NBC streaming service. Yes. Yes, NBC. Yeah. We'll never get that here, so it'll be a while. We're talking about... Uh, but we, you know, we do have Netflix here. We have Netflix. And talking about Netflix, uh, there's a Castlevania spinoff. It's series confirmed. Yeah, and it's going to follow Cypher and Trevor Belmont's kid. Richter. I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. Everyone knew it. Richter Belmont, who is Cypher and Trevor's distant grandson, as well as, well, grandson? Well, grandson. I didn't expect that one. Well, I've seen some reports of it saying grandson or uh, son, so I'm not 100% sure. I mean, I can't remember what they named the kid in the last one, so it might be grandson. But this will be taking place in the French Revolution in 1792. Ooh. So this will be interesting, and I want to see vampires in... Twenty seventeenth uh, century France is that the right century? I imagine it might also um, talk about Oscar and Isaac. What happened with them? Oscar Isaac. Oscar and Isaac. Oh right, yeah. You said Oscar Isaac, and I was like, I'm gonna oh, say Oscar damn. and Isaac, but it kind of just came yeah. Out you just said Oscar Isaac, and I was like, that's he's he's not in that show. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this because I love Castlevania. I will probably watch it because you want me to watch. I'll it. force you. <laughs> Although force I'm not particularly looking forward to it. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I'm going to force you to watch it regardless, and then we're going to have another lovely chat about it. But what we can have a good chat about now is our next section. We've lost the control of the news. Yay. And the first one is a link I actually found, you know, I actually found links oh to this Oh, my week. God. I hadn't found this already, but you just beat me to the punch. <laughs> Deviation Games signs with PlayStation to develop a new original IP along with two other developers. Yeah, also so- signed. PlayStation's been signing off a lot of new developers and stuff to actually get games. But the interesting... I imagine they're trying to compete with Xbox. The interesting with Deviation Games is it's a new independent or a new indie studio that's been developed from other game developers. So they've so a big famous one is Jason Blundell, who did a lot of the COD yeah. Zombie stuff. Yeah. Well, I know you like the COD Zombies. Yeah, I mean Jason Blundell had a very um, methodical style to zombies so oh, it'd be also, interesting. we should probably mention up top that yes we know e3 is going on but we are currently recording this on a saturday and most of the stuff hasn't been announced yet that we will cover in next week's episode so don't get mad at us so you'll get a week old anything. news a week later yeah 
Yeah. So don't get mad at us if we've missed anything or any big game announcements come out on Sunday, because we won't have covered them. No, we'll go, no, we won't. Oh, shit, why didn't we just plan this better? But that's just how our schedules work. So, yeah. <laughs> Back to the developer game thing. We yeah, I mean, I haven't about. really said what game they'll be working on. Um, I imagine it'd be an exclusive. Well, yeah, it's Sony, and Sony loves their exclusives. Yeah, so. which means I probably will buy a PS5 next couple years. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sony's... You won't buy an Xbox, because they'll just be on PC, so why would you ever do that? Well, we've got some Xbox we'll get to news. Micro- yeah, come later. We'll get to it, Dan. We've got more Sony stuff. Uh, next Sony. A, people have a reason to buy a PlayStation 5, because Ratchet and Clank's out. Oh, you're way better at a segue than I could ever be. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank has a new weapon in it that brings other PlayStation game stuff into it. I mean, this is a very cool game. I like this game a lot. I don't, yeah. even, open, I don't even own it. It just looks cool. So basically, they steal a bunch of stuff from Uncharted, Sunset Overdrive, Forbidden West, uh, Sly Cooper, and a bunch of other PlayStation games. So, yeah, this is just like, there's a bunch of trailers of like big monsters from Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West being stolen, and like Uncharted 4's cars and stuff, and it just drifts them into uh, Ratchet and Clank. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, the whole idea is like parallel universe and stuff. Although Sunset Overdrive is an Xbox game, so maybe (laughs) the Xbox universe and the PlayStation universe are crossing, but Sunset Overdrive was developed by Insomniac, so that's probably why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all Insomniac, aren't they? No. Horizon is uh, Gorilla, and uh, Naughty Dog is uh, Uncharted. Uncharted is Naughty Dog, the other way around. But a bunch, there's a bunch of other stuff, I think. Sucker Punch Productions, you know? I imagine yeah, there'd be some Spider-Man fun, stuff in fun there eventually. Fun thing that they're allowed to do. Fun things because they own rights to. I mean, I suppose that is the advantage for being like a Sony or Microsoft um, exclusive. You can just kind of add stuff in from your own games without yeah, copyright well, infringement. The- yeah, like I like it when you find like little Easter eggs to other games that the developers put in, like the uh, Astro Astro Bot Playroom game or whatever it is that came with PlayStation Five has like hundreds of fucking Easter eggs across all of the PlayStation games and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's like, really cool. Isn't it? Yeah, it's just fun to go find all of that shit when I play it. Absolutely, um, it's just a fun little adrenaline boost that gets shot right into your arms. But we did talk about Xbox, so let's go on to it. Uh, Microsoft announces an Xbox TV app with its own xCloud streaming stick. So they are going full Stadia route. Yeah, and they're they're still, although they have still stated that they are going to make future hardware, so more consoles. For now. They're not getting rid of it, but they are now trying to integrate it into everything because they've realized that Game Pass is their biggest service, so why not just go and put it on everything so that everyone can play anywhere and it can only be an Xbox game. Yeah, yeah. also the fact, you know, they don't make money on Xbox. (laughs) The only reason I would ever buy this is because Destiny 2 is on there and it has all the expansions. That is true. And I would use that because then I could play Destiny whenever and wherever. (laughs) And if crossplay comes into it, it doesn't matter if I can't play with my friends because I can play with my friends. What? <laughs> well, I wouldn't have to pay. I wouldn't have. Yeah, I, wouldn't I know pay. what you mean, but that's just a great statement. <laughs> I can't have my friends, but I can play with my friends. 
Well, I couldn't play with my friends, is what I meant to say. But oh, I can right. play with my friends. Yeah. I mean, this is ultimately all right. More places to play, more things to do. Game Pass is a pretty good fun thing. I just won't buy it because I don't care about Microsoft games, and I probably already own a lot of the games that are already on there. That is true. I mean, if you like the games they offer, Game Pass is a very good service. Yeah. Like, I don't care about any of the Bethesda stuff on there. And I don't, I don't care about Halo... I've never really cared about any of the like driving games Microsoft has. Like Microsoft's games don't appeal to me. The only sucks. two games I'm playing right now is Rocket League and Destiny. Both free to play games. Well, Destiny isn't to an extent. Free. <laughs> to an extent, you can play, but there's very little to play if you have Destiny 2 <laughs> free to play version. You want the expansions. Yeah, so that's true. You pay for all the expansions and then they get rid of those expansions, so all your money was wasted on those expansions because you only got a couple good moments out of those expansions, but they're not there anymore to play again. So you kind of paid money and then it just kind of dragged on and then you don't enjoy it anymore, but you kind of still love it and it's kind of like a love hate relationship at this point. And it's kind of abusive because you keep trying <laughs> to be there for it, but you keep kind of getting hit down a bit. It sounds like getting therapy. No, I just need the game to be nice again. <laughs> it might be, it might be. We've got some Destiny Lose coming up later. Mm. But we got some game trailers to go into. We have, and the one everyone is talking about we is... we have some updates from E3. We're talking about some stuff. Don't get mad at us. Yes, and the, the one thing I've seen everyone talking about on the internet is a Battlefield 4 2042 official trailer. It's not Battlefield 4, Dan. It's Battlefield 2042. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said that, but might just cut out. I could be wrong. No, you just said Battlefield 4 2042. Oh, maybe I did. I mean, numbers are confusing, you know. They can get a bit jumbled up every now and then. But yeah, this... I don't like Battlefield. No, no neither do I. I've never, I've never liked a Battlefield game. Um, but after and trailer... Got, it's alright. It's a cinematic. There's no gameplay. Yeah. It's, it's got moments that everyone loves because it's dumb shit from the actual game that people have done like jumping out of a jet and rocket launching another jet and then jumping back in the jet and shooting off a fucking go-kart or whatever it is fucking quad bike into a helicopter and all of that but we have learned some stuff about this game and it's gonna have no single player campaign oh we're gonna call it's it gonna have no battle no battle royale and it's only gonna be no uh, multiplayer but it's going to cost £10 more on consoles next gen. Seems like a scam. It, and there's like 40 different versions of this game. Why? More expensive than the last. And there's only multiplayer. I just and don't... they have a multiplayer that's not a battle royale, but it's very similar to a battle royale, but they're not calling it a battle royale. And I always forget Battlefield 1 had a battle royale. I mean, the community seemed to love this trailer, but what do you make of the futuristic vibe? I like the futuristic vibe because I like the I hate cod boots on the ground. I like jumpy cod, and I don't like fucking cod that's realistic. And I like dumb shit. Uh, also, they have come out and said that uh, the tornadoes in the game aren't political. They're just fun. They're not climate change related. So hey, that's fun. What? Okay, there's an extent. Yeah, people. <laughs> Stop. People. Yeah, people got mad. I don't know why. But they had to come out and say that the tornadoes were just a fun thing that they put in aesthetically. They weren't climate change related and it's not a political thing. No, yeah, not everything's political in this world. It's only political if they... To be fair, political things aren't necessarily bad in products. No. It's only bad if they do it in a bad way. Yeah. For example, when so they people... force it down your throat and say, oh, climate change is bad, we need to do something about it. That's bad. It's just not enjoyable. Because you've been, you know, it feels like you've been told off when you're at school. 
If it's done well, yeah, do it. But it's just like, if it's done badly, don't do it. Exactly. If it has no purpose in your game, don't bother. Like, don't force it in. But if it just or don't half pass it. Don't half heart it. There's a lot of the cases. Yeah, just well, they, like, they, oh, they force it to be there. Climate change don't... bad. Don't actually do anything with it. But yeah, ultimately, I don't care about this. I'm no. not going to buy it. I'm not going to pay 70 quid for a multiplayer only when there's multiplayer games out there that are free. I mean, the cinematic looks significantly good. Less. Yeah, but I don't like I don't like fucking large open maps where I run around for about 10 minutes and then I get sniped from across the map. And then I have to wait 40 minutes for it to reload me back in. And then I'm like, oh, I'll walk around again. I'll find no one. I get shot again. And then I have to wait 40 minutes for it to reload me in because Battlefield takes fucking forever to load you back in. And it's my biggest pet peeve about it. And I'm just like, I don't want to fucking wait ages to get back into the game. I like COD where it's just you die, you get back in. You die, you get back in. You may suck, so you get back in. If it's just multiplayer only, that means there's going to be a tornado in multiplayer. Yep. That's kind of a cool aspect, though. I mean, I won't play it, but that's still cool. Oh, yeah, it looks very nice. Don't get me wrong. All of the, like, visuals are all good. And the Frostbite engine is a good thing, and we'll get to the Frostbite engine news in a minute, but we got some more trailers to go through. But, of course, the gameplay trailer comes out the Sunday after we record. Yeah. Which is tomorrow so from when we record. about it. <laughs> We'll talk about it next week. So next week you when got all the thoughts. hypes died. Yeah, you got our thoughts on the um gameplay. Yeah. Uh with gameplay though, Elder Rings Elden Rings, the new From Software game, Souls like game, has had some gameplay reveals. Yay, finally, people were clamoring for this. Yeah, I we mean... don't really I think this game looks really nice. I just don't think I'll ever play it because I suck at these kinds of games. Very true. Um it's not an exclusive. Like Demon Souls was. No. Yep. And Bloodborne. And Bloodborne. So this is coming to PC as well. Yep. And Xbox. Um, I think the most interesting thing about this game is that George R. R. Martin has written the story. Helping write. Help. Helping write the story. Because the other guy who wrote all of the other ones. Which means he's been doing this instead of finishing the Game of Thrones books. Well, yeah, he's bored of Game of Thrones. He doesn't give a shit. He's milked all the money out of that franchise. Well, he didn't. He didn't. I don't think he actually wrote the ending. That's written by someone else. Uh, He's still writing his own ending. Mm. But he doesn't know how to end it. Well, yeah, the Game of Thrones people did a good job already. So why not just use their ideas? Oh, yeah, that's a great way to end it. But yeah, this get I like this game. It looks very nice. I like a lot of the bosses and stuff. I'll just suck at fighting them, and I'll probably die over and over again if I ever did play this. Um, but do you know what actually got the most anticipated game of the year award? What the, the Elden Ring? Yeah, because it's everyone's horny about Souls. Dark Souls games and George R R Martin. Uh, yeah, very and true. So why not combine the two, and then why not just make a very pretty looking game? that has a lot of combat and shit that people will like playing. If I was actually good at these games, I would like to play it, but I'm terrible. It's got a ghost horse, so why would you not want to play? Or a spirit horse or whatever. And it's an open world game as well. So rather than having a linear path like some of the games where you have to, where it sort of forces you to play how you want to play, this is open world, so you can actually just go and play. And it's got like skill trees and stuff like that. But it looks fun. I'll never play it, but it looks good, and I'm hoping that other people like it, and I hope that the story is as good as people want it to be. Hopefully. And speaking of stories that people want to be good, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands has got a trailer, and so this is from the same people who made Borderlands, and it's a spin-off for a character from Borderlands called Tiny Tina, and it's basically, I think she's playing Dungeons and Dragons, and everyone has wizard powers now. <laughs> It looks kind of cool. Yeah. 
And I just wanted to put this in there because we did an AI Dungeons thing and I wanted to plug TBO for last Oh, time. yes. Okay, that makes sense. Go, go ahead. Go plug it's it. D&D. And I was just like, well, hey, look, we did a D&D thing and now we can plug TBO. Yeah. But I, 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 I like Borderlands. I just think... I'll prep- and it's got some big cast characters, like big name actors in the fucking uh, like voice, voice characters. Voice actors. That's the word. Fucking hell. Took it long enough. Yeah, I'm, I suck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Borderlands. If you like Borderlands, you'll probably like the humor. You'll probably like the characters and whatnot. And it's it's Borderlands, but it's I don't know what the gameplay is because we haven't seen that yet. Oh, I I finally got it. It's called Wonderlands. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's Borderlands. Borderlands. Yeah, and it's wonder and magic. Ah, I, I got you now. I got you. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Bungie, Dan? Yes, let's go on to Bungie. So Bungie has admitted it shipped Destiny 2 stasis power knowing it would need to be nerfed three or four times. Yep, and they still haven't nerfed it enough. It's amazing. They knew they it sucks. Knew it. I hate the stasis power. I thought I'd enjoy that power, but I didn't. It sucks. You don't like using it? No, Warlocks is dumb. I don't like the Warlock one. It's just you shoot shit out of a magic staff and it freezes them and then you click in and it breaks them and it does damage. It's boring and it's shit. Hunter's been the best one again. Hunter's always get nice yeah. with the best ones. Yeah, it's, but it's like overpowered on the warlock side because you just freeze enemies and then you crack it and it does so much damage to people. That's very true. I mean, you get, I mean at one point you got damage through walls. Yeah. I don't that's know if that's how still overpowered happening. it was. I haven't played multiplayer on Destiny in ages because I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to... Uh, trace touch. rifles. Trace rifles are wanna, overpowered. Yeah, I don't even want to touch stasis and multiplayer at this point, so I haven't played it since Destiny 2 stasis update hap- like Beyond Light happened. And so I'm just like, no, nope, I don't want to go near multiplayer with fucking stasis around because people will just freeze me. I'll get frustrated and die over and over again. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Apparently they said when we shipped it, uh, the consensus we had was, yep, we're going to need to nerf that, he said. Uh, the quote I gave one of our gameplay specialists before they left was, I expect to hit this about three or four times before we get to place where we're comfortable with it. Yeah, it's just overpowered. Yeah, I just, uh, it was a, the story is all right. The power is bad. I don't like it. Very true. But, I, you know, I'm so looking forward to the Witch Queen. And also, they need to fucking make it so there's not just... They have more branches on it, because it's boring. Well, supposedly they are doing that. That, is, that will be coming with the Witch Queen. But I want supposedly. more branches on the other one. No, that, the other well. point is that is coming with the Witch Queen, supposedly. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. We'll I mean, the only thing they fixed recently is the uh, shaders. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yes. Because you don't have to pay... You don't have Thank to burn goodness. shaders to make all your outfits look good. Shaders are now where they should be Free. in the first place. <laughs> Free, and you can use them as many times as you want. Yeah, I don't think they're free. And you can, oh, sorry, you can still you can, buy them, but... No, you unlock them and then they're free. No, but the point, you can still buy them. Yeah, but I believe. you can... No, 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 you don't even need to buy them. They're you don't need free, to, but you can. You, it's optional. You earn them, basically. If you find yeah. them, you get them. And if you have them, you have them forever. You don't need to use anything to get them back again. It's good. That's the only good thing they've done recently. <laughs> well, it's good to bad. Gaming giant hacked and source code has been stolen from EA. Yeah, so they stole from FIFA... A bunch of stuff from FIFA 2021, and they stole the Frostbite engine 
or stuff about the Frostbite engine. They were probably mad about FIFA packs. Uh, yeah. So attackers claim to have downloaded source code from games such as FIFA 2020, uh, FIFA 21, and from the proprietary Frostbite game engine used as a base for many other high-profile games. So basically, Battlefield and um, Battlefront games. Right. Because that's um, fucking who's the developer that makes Frostbite? Um, fuck. Why do I not? Isn't Frostbite the developer? No, Frostbite's the engine. Oh right, the people who make uh, Battlefield Dice, Dice, that's the one. They make the Frostbite engine. So yeah, so that's why Battlefront Field Twenty Forty Two looks nice because of the Frostbite engine and whatnot. Well, maybe like... it's using it will use AMD's new technology for enhanced performance. Why are you bringing that up? I don't know. I was bringing it up. I was hoping they would. It's not a segue. I just hoping they would. Yeah, yeah, whatever. They store about seven hundred and eighty gigs of data. <laughs> Oh, wow. wow. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, basically, no player information was stolen, though, so you don't have to worry about that. It was just code for games. The, the, no actual however, code. the data they stole was worth $7 million. Yes. Uh, such games as Battlefield, Star Wars, Jet and Foil and Order, The Sims, and Titanfall, among the titles the developer publishes, so, and a vast array of sports games. So, yeah, not great for EA, but EA kind of does a shit job at making good decisions so of course true, but software. you shouldn't you shouldn't it's... hack things <laughs> no you should just boycott the game yeah if you boycott the game that sounds a stronger message but damn people are paying for money for invisible art so why would you not pay for broken games that are just there to steal your money oh yeah of course that makes so much for sense <laughs> shall we move on yes that makes time sense and science science why did you fuck did i struggle with that <laughs> That means shenanigans can be a hard word to say. But I struggled on science. <laughs> Skiance. Tech time and science shenanigans. Yep, and we're going to start off with Jeff Bezos. He is going to space for 11 minutes. He is going to be the first person to take a commercial flight in space. First on his... On his own, but it's still a commercial flight. On his own, on his own space travel. Yep. Um, this is a fairly Basic. risky... <laughs> To an extent. Well, he's going with his brother, so they might wipe out the Bezos lifeline. Um, <laughs> yeah. If he hasn't got kids. Um, also, his brother is like the Chad version of Jeff Bezos. He's a lot better in every single way than Jeff Bezos. So I imagine that's why Jeff Bezos is the way he is. Because his brother is so much better than him. His brother used to be like a firefighter and stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, they've done a lot of testing for this already. I imagine it's going to be completely safe. But yeah, his um, spaceship company is called Blue. Um, yes. And yeah, and uh, yeah, why not go into space from your own company? I mean, if you have the money. For like, because I think it's it's uh, like commercial flights and stuff that you just go up and look at space from a ship. So looking how come back down. this ship works, it's a full, it's like a full um, kind of rocket going up. And then it breaks away to a capsule and the rest of the rocket. The rest of the rocket falls back to Earth uh, with uh, a perfectly safe, ready for next use. And the capsule breaks mm-hmm. away to, and has a parachute to remain safety of people inside. So they, yep, and it's got some safety space. features to it. Yeah, and you're in space for yeah. 11 minutes. Compared to, I believe, Tesla's is just the whole capsule is all, all in one. Yeah, but Tesla's aren't commercial flights, are they? They're going into space. I imagine it will be eventually. Yeah, I imagine, but these are just well. I think Virgin Virgin's ones are closer to what this is trying to replicate, isn't it? Yes, Virgin Virgin, Virgin Galactic, very similar. Although yeah. it looks very different design. It's more like an airplane design, Virgin Galactic. Yeah, and um, yeah, 
I mean, why not have billionaires who have way too much money just spend it on making space travel and privatize it for the future? <laughs> yeah, why not? Would you pay to go to space like this, Dan, for 11 minutes? I, I would. Do you know what? I actually would. Uh, it's been my dream to see the Earth. From... You can look at it through Google Maps, Dan. It's not the same, though, is it? It really isn't the same. They should live stream Google Maps. No, but you can live stream uh, the Earth because they, they got feed off the International Space Station. Yeah. But so you... I, I just, I want, I want to see it, you know? I want to see it with my own eyes. And yet people still think the Earth is flat. I know, they were complete idiots. I mean, once this comes out, <laughs> it kind of debunks it. It's like, oh. No, no, they won't no, be debunked. What yet. they should just do, Dan, is get all the flat Earthers a free trip on this and then just crash it. But they'll say they, they drugged them or uh, there's a holograms or something. I don't know. And what. that's why I'm saying they crash it. Yeah, go crash it. Yeah, yeah. Test flight goes wrong. They just get oh, rid no. of them. Oh no, we've got rid of the idiots in the world. Put the anti vaxxers yeah, on there as well. Yeah, and people who buy eighteen thousand dollar invisible sculptures. <laughs> and people who buy broken games. Just all and of them. People who buy and fucking bitcoins and cryptocurrency. Just get rid. Of, just put everyone on these flights and just send them into space. Just put influencers on there. Get the like Jake Paul and Logan Paul on there. I think Logan after their so fight now, but Jake Paul's the worst one. Well, they fucking scammed hundreds of people, thousands of people out of money for that fucking boxing match that didn't do anything. Well, it wasn't an ex- exhibition fight. That was, like, you know... Advertised. Yeah, it ended in a fucking end, uh, a stalemate, didn't it? Because they had no judges. Even yeah, well, what, an exhibition fight. It's just, fucking... It was just a fight. It didn't, didn't yeah. go on the records. Yeah, but they fucking hyped it up as if it would. Of course and it then... did, because it made money. Yeah. I think he made like 50 or 100 million off of it. Yeah, I think it was 100 mil. Also, Logan Paul fucking wore a Charizard car, PSA 10 or something, worth like <laughs> 150,000 around his neck. And it was just like, no, mate, the only person who can wear a card around their neck is Seto Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh! And actually pull it off. You aren't Seto Kaiba, mate. <laughs> no. But let's move on from that. And let's go to our next topic of majority of... Colonial pipeline ransom recovered. So basically, you know that fucking pipeline incident that caused loads of fuel to get locked away because they wanted Bitcoin and cryptocurrency? Yes. And it caused Americans to go crazy and hoard fuel like idiots and cause the shortage that they were so worried about and people were putting it in buckets and things in the back of their car and a guy blew up his car because he had a bunch of fuel in his back and he had a cigarette and he threw it in the back of his car and it blew up. People are idiots. You know, Americans. <laughs> uh, basically, they gave, they caved to the demands of the hat ransomware hackers and gave them a bunch of Bitcoin or cryptocurrency or whatever one they gave them. Uh, right. And then, which was quite a substantial, I think like 78 Bitcoin or something like that, which is like a lot of money. Yeah, 75 Bitcoin worth more than 4 million. So... That was at the time. So basically, the gov- the um, FBI and everything has managed to recover that ransom back. Oh, how did it that? Back. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of tracking and doing espionage shit. I don't know, but basically, the said they say the sixty three point seven bitcoins now valued at two point three million because Bitcoin has dropped over the past month since they gave it away. And what they did was they had to buy the Bitcoins. Right. They had to convert the money that they paid into Bitcoin and give it to them so that they could give it to them in Bitcoin. So they still lost a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> so basically they lost about $1.7 million in the devaluation from Bitcoin losing that's because that's Elon that's Musk that's tweeted that's that they weren't. <laughs> yeah. And they're not going to get that money back, I don't think. So 
The moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, one, don't buy Bitcoin, two, don't give it to hackers, and three, don't, just don't. (laughs) (laughs) Also, don't hoard fuel. Don't hoard fuel, that's it. And don't hack. While talking about the FBI, Vice Trojan Shield is how the FBI secretly ran a phone network for criminals. Yeah, so basically, a while ago, the FBI busted a encrypted phone company who only sold phones which messaged other phones on that same network. So they had nothing else, and you paid like £11,000 or something for the phone. Right. And it only sent messages to the other phones in that network. Okay. So it was like an encrypted back forth thing and the gov- the FBI broke in and s- confiscated it and seized it and then basically went out put that back out into the world but they had a back door so they could real time unencrypt the encryption and they got a bunch of criminals to use it that's actually because pretty good. they just basically planted it in there and they basically only did it so that they could do say say to criminals when they basically revealed this because they've had about 20 million messages that they've read from over 11,800 vices used on suspected criminals. Um, and they basically used this and they've basically now come out and gone, hey, look, we can do this to you. So even if you think your encryptions are encrypted, we can come in and just implant. And this was like the biggest. And they got a bunch of criminals to like recommend it to other criminals. And they just That's did this. Insane. No- it was just in- organically. Yeah, they didn't yeah, have to yeah. do anything. They just kind of got it organically spread across criminals. And then basically they just went and stopped. I think they stopped um a cr- like a they basically used it because people were sending messages and they weren't using the um encrypted language that they use. So you yeah. know how like criminals and stuff like, oh hey, do you want some Molly or something like that or some sort of coded messaging? Because yeah, they yeah. thought it was all encrypted. They were just straight up saying, Do you want drugs? Do you want karaki? Do you want cocaine? Do you want and sending photos of the drugs in the things that they were using to disguise it? People are idiots. <laughs> no, because they all thought it was encrypted. Yeah, you're, so, you're so, still an idiot for believing yeah. it could be pretty so, safe. Yeah. So they were like sending photos of like what they were hiding the drugs in and stuff like that and how they were like sending it. But they basically now revealed that the phone network that basically every criminal was using, or a lot of criminals were using, is now owned, run by the FBI, basically. That's so funny. Yeah. So did, did they so, catch a lot of criminals then for this? Yeah, yeah, they stopped major crimes and everything. That, that's like, really there good. There was like a murder that, the, that they were like, like um, because they gave it like the Australian government, uh, like Australia and a load of other European countries as well as America were using this. Like as a backdoor into it, yeah. So they can see their what's own countries, and I think uh, one of them stopped like a murder that was being planned, and like an esp- like a bunch of drugs were seized and all of that. So yeah, it was a massive thing for like other countries, Germany and the Lebanon, Spain and Siberia were also places that had it. Loads of other things. It's a massive thing. <laughs> Like prevent, almost preventing things before they happened by just yeah, and they basically come out and said, "Look, we're only coming out and saying that we we we've used this so that you think, hey, look, if we're doing this now, what do you think we could be doing with other ones? Like, you're not safe. Stop trying to do it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, "Oh, this is stupid." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you want to know about it, there's a lot more that we're not talking about, but it was very interesting to see that come out recently. Um, and speaking of interesting things that have come out, Dan, what is next? <laughs> Windows has teased. Nope. nope. I've Dish gone one. way too far there. Mm, this is awkward. Dish one. This is awkward. Dish one, Dan. That's a tease. That's a tease for next time. Yes. For, and like, you skip like three things. I really don't know. Well, I just locked onto that. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. 
you really want to talk about it, but too bad we want to talk about Razor. We we yes, Razor. So Razor has now going to have smart robots that sell the seven seas. Yeah, cleaning up trash. It's actually really good. Yeah, like why not? Who would have thought they, Razor actually they've make made something face good? masks and gaming chairs and laptops and lights, and it will have Razor LED lights on it. So you it's gonna have RGB, RGB oceans. <laughs> Oh, that's quite funny. Yeah, so they so they're collaborating with Nurturing Co to get Eco. Oh wait, no, they this is another one that they did. Eco toilet branded um, bamboo toilet paper is another thing. Um, What's good now? Conti- so now continuing the Razor Green Fund initiative, and in celebration of the World Ocean Days on June eighth, Razor is set to announce a new partnership. This time with marine waste cleaning company Clearbot. Clearpot is Clearbot is a Hong Kong-based startup that, with Razor's help, has now had the boost it needed to start getting the oceans cleaned up. Uh, Razor hasn't just thrown money at the startup either. This is a true collaboration, and as soon Razor-branded ocean cleanup bots will be jetting across the seven seas in an effort to make up for another of our solid mis- solid missteps. So basically, it's a little robot that goes around sucking up all the uh, plastic and shit in the ocean and yeah, they all, um... dragging it back to land so that we can clean up our oceans and stop fish getting fucked. I mean, that's really good. We need to do something, but I... To, an, to a certain extent, it is too bad in some places. It's all washed up on the beaches. Mm. Which you can't really yeah. do anything about that one. Because it's, um, the beaches that's uh, washed up on those are rocks. It's pebbles. It's just, just Isn't there the garbage island, which is just a massive cluster of fucking garbage that's in the ocean? And it's yep. just like a big The human old... race, people. Um, yeah. Screw up everything. Recycle. Reuse. Wash your face. Masks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to transition anymore between topics. I really just kind of draw Mask, a blank. face, hair, go. Talking about hair, introducing Sewer or SUA. And this is AMD's another open source GPU software that makes realistic hair. Yeah, and if only they'd used that on the Mandalorian Season 2 final with Luke Skywalker, maybe his hair would have actually looked real. And not creepy and just static. The only thing is, it looks very uncanny valley. You didn't know what that was when I first met you tried to say it and you didn't know how to say it. Yep, shut up. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. <laughs> Invalid valley or whatever you said. It was so dumb. I think I said iconny. Iconny valley. Oh, my <laughs> old mate Connie. She's a whole... It's pretty yeah, cool. This is... Yeah, just basically a little Asian woman with bouncy hair, really. Like, short little hair dancing. But the hair looks very real. I mean... Yeah, it moves very flat. Yeah. Like, hair physics is getting a lot better with the functionality. And I imagine with um, Unreal Engine 4... Five. Hair physics is five. That's the one. Still gonna have to get used to saying five. (laughs) (laughs) I still fucking say PlayStation 4 when I mean five. Five's not a good number. (laughs) I don't know why. Well, technically four's not... I'm actually surprised... um... Some, I'm not really because not Chinese companies, but four's uh, unlucky number in China. Mm. But yeah, fun hair physics. If you look for hair and it, you don't like it in video games because it looks weird and doesn't move properly and have actual physics and it just kind of bounces or just clips through the hit, uh, shoulders, this may solve that. Uh, it probably won't solve the hitbox issue, but it will likely just solve the buoyancy. It might make it better. <laughs> yeah, it's not make it worse. But yeah. I hope. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? And making things better, Facebook. Good old has Facebook. Planned its, has planned its first smartwatch for next summer with two cameras and a heart rate monitor, and you can take it out and use it 
Yeah, you know, have you never wanted? Who doesn't trust Facebook to make tech? <laughs> have you never wanted hardware? a camera on your watch? Yeah, I mean, I'm never going to buy this. I don't think anyone's going to buy this. Facebook makes a lot of hardware that no one will ever buy because no yeah. one trusts Facebook with their security anymore. I'm surprised Facebook you sell all your data. Do you remember their data? fucking Alexa competitors? I don't. I don't remember that. What they, remembers this? They, they they have a bunch of fucking Alexa competitors that no one buys because no one trusts Facebook with their security. <laughs> like if Amazon and fucking Google can get the love of the public, two tech giants that no one trusts with their techno like security, but Facebook is the one that no one wants to give their data to, so no one buys their thing. And they had a little fucking robot iPad thing on wheels that they were trying to get people to buy. Facebook should, just shouldn't do, like, hardware. Tech, hardware, no. They should just stick to uh, Facebook. Yeah, it's never going to work. I mean, they do uh, headsets, VR headsets. So the only thing they should do is VR headsets because they're good at that. Yes, but, but isn't a, that technically Oculus and just Facebook's ever seeing yes, it? Yes, they just bought it. Yeah, they just bought it yeah. and pumped <laughs> money into it. That's all Facebook should do, but they shouldn't do hardware that is security-based. No, don't. don't. They, they don't. They shouldn't do that. Yes. But from one uh, tech giant to another, Microsoft teases new Windows 11 startup with 11-minute video of just the Windows 11 sounds. minutes to start up your Windows? That's too long. Uh, well, they, they slowed the sound down to by 400%, so it's that relaxing music you talked about earlier. Wait, what? <laughs> relaxing music. Like, so, yeah, look on the internet. Oh, yeah, no, I don't like that. <laughs> That's... That's bad. I don't like that. Yeah, Microsoft's definitely teasing Windows 11 because they released this like 11 o'clock and had an 11-minute video. And I think their release thing is also 11 o'clock. So they're definitely teasing to be Windows 11, which is ironic because they said that Windows 10 was the last version of Windows. Yeah, so that did was they a make a big fuss about Windows 8 because they had to fucking fix Windows 8 so they gave everyone Windows 10 for free? Yeah, like, however, yeah. I, I think they will give 11 out for free. Because I hope so, because I'm not fucking buying it. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's just not going to take off. People, people are happy with Windows 10. It would just be the same thing with Windows 7 again. Yeah. Because people like didn't Windows transfer 7. to Windows 8. Because want... to be honest, I liked Windows 8. I'm one of those weird people You're... who liked Windows. Windows 8.1 8. was alright, but Windows 8 was. Terrible. I liked the weird boxes. I liked the layout. I thought it was fine. I just I don't know why I thought it was fine. Well, did you prefer Windows 8 or Windows Vista? <laughs> I preferred Windows 7. <laughs> Windows 7 is the one I like the most. Windows yeah. Vista is trash. Vista's My mom awful. still has Windows Vista and it's fucking annoying. Just get 10. 10's free. Yeah, her computer can't run Windows Oh, 10. no dear. That's very sad. Yeah. I like, to be fair, I like 10 to an extent. It's just some things are a bit annoying. Yeah, they need to fix some things, but it's fine. Yeah. It's I, I am looking forward to Windows 11, though, because it looks very modern. No, the images. They're, they're supposedly redoing all the icons and redoing like tar center, making everything rounded corners. <sighs> Just leave things as they. Do you not are, like rounded corners? Not really. It's like the fucking iPhone thing where they they came out and said everything's rounded corners now. Everything's smooth. It's not angular. Cause like yeah, that makes it better. Nah, too oh, fair. Like, make the app better. function. I don't care about your fucking icon. <laughs> I like that. Well, I'm trying to just do it better. I don't care. Just make the app work. That's all I care about. <laughs> Presentation means nothing to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. See, I, I'm I'm a software like designer and engineer, so I like those kind of things. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I appreciate I appreciate good not... looking things. Yeah, I mean, 
is fine, but just make sure your fucking thing functions. I don't care if it's got a new fucking icon. It also confuses the fuck out of me because I'm like, I'm so used to the old icon that when I go and open my thing, I'm like, where the fuck's my fucking thing? And it's uh, if it changes completely and it just completely changes and it's a completely different look, style, and it just goes... Because they also get rid of like a bunch of the text underneath and it's just like, oh, what the fuck is this? Where's my app? fucking annoying. Ah, we'll wait and see. You might like it. You might change your mind. From more software to some software stuff that may come because of some stuff that they're doing. Google Pixel Fold launched rumor for 2021. Don't give me that face. I'll get to what I mean. (laughs) I'm so confused. But basically, because they're building foldable phones, Google is going to bring out foldable software for Android. Yeah. So it it will be more function built into Samsung, who has to change all of it for their foldable phones which means foldable phones will get better functionality because google's pumping money into it although and will have their own one i would say the biggest problem with foldable phones nobody cares about the software when buying foldable phone they just care about the fact the screen's going to break after a couple years yeah but the no but the fact that the software has to be so heavily edited from it it is true it is a good thing but I wouldn't say it's the biggest issue right now. No, but I mean, it's just a good thing because it means that the software it's a step side, in the everything, right direction. Will, everything will run smoother, basically. Yes. Because Samsung isn't going to have to go and change everything and completely strip it so it works and makes all the functionality better. It will be built into the program. So all Facebook, all Samsung has to do is kind of tweak it a bit for their platform. Mm. And other platforms can use it, and then other phone developers who will make it, and then there's more innovation in it, and more people will bring out better screens and stuff like that. I mean, I've now also, got a feeling... Samsung is building the screens for this Google Fold. That's true. I've now got a feeling that um, foldables will take off now. Oh yeah, I'm buying one. I'm getting one. I've been. You getting the Fold Three? Yeah, as soon as it's announced and as soon as it gets released, I'm buying it. Because I, I want to upgrade from my S20 Ultra. I like my S20 Ultra, but I will be getting a foldable phone in the next one. I even might buy the Google one. I have to see what they look like. I just need to sort of suss out which one I want to get. Because there's still the Huawei one, but I'm like, I'm not going to get that because Huawei is like... No, also that folds on the screen on the outside, which is bad because yeah, it's plastic. It, 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 yeah, it basically means that as soon as you put it on in surface, it's going to get scratched. Yeah. It's like, um... Because Samsung's closes around it. Yeah. So this it's protected at least a bit. Yes. Whereas Huawei's is folding it. So we got to see what I think Google will go the same route as Samsung if Samsung's developing the screen. Well, I think Xiaomi is going the same. I think everyone's going that route. You have to go that route. You yeah. haven't got a choice. At the minute anyway until the screens change. The only bet the only benefit to the other one is that you get more phone real estate on the outside because you yes. get two screens and you get the more functionality and you get the bigger screen. Because it's just basically the whole phone. However, the Fold 2 has a much better front display. Much, bi- than... much bigger screen than the first gen. Yeah. And I imagine they'll have fixed all of that for the third one. And it will just be the screen with the hole punch. And then hole punch on the other one. Yeah, I, d- I still don't get the point of having so many cameras. but. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I don't like it. I hate it. Uh, you have a foldable only... phone for a reason. So like, you can now take good quality photos with the back camera. But you still have a front facing camera. It's just so that you don't have to open the phone. Yeah. Essentially. Because holding a massive fucking tablet isn't easy. Like you watch grandmas and old people who have their tablets and they take selfies with their tablets. It's stupid. So still having a form factor. The screen should be on the other side. Who knows? I was going to say something and now I can't remember. (laughs) You cut me off of making me talk about grandmas taking selfies. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> well, uh, while you're thinking of it, talking about foldables, Samsung is developing a stretchable OLED displays for future wearables. Yeah, so this is basically like a plaster-like uh, stick-on heart monitor uh, display. So it will just stretch around your skin, basically, and it will basically shouldn't... It, it It's basically just a wearable plaster that has a display on it so and it can do a uh, heart rate and everything a lot better because rather than just being on the skin it like with like a gap and stuff where your yeah your sensors are the smart this is like directly pressed against your skin so it gives a better accurate monitor of it and it will be able to just dis- like it could in future help with like medical diagnoses and stuff like that because it will give you a more accurate reading and everything like that. Do you and think also this could be the stretchable s- screens? This this could be the start of having actual smartphones on our wrists. I hope so. Uh, I mean, it's a just terrible start, thing. You just start playing games get... on your wrist. <laughs> Sorry, you're not watching YouTube. Oh, yeah, watch YouTube here. It's on your wrist. But yeah, it, it also if they can make this work, because it's basically a bunch of LED uh, like lights, basically with a bunch of wires that are stretching as the um, fabric itself stretches so it's not it's like a screen but it's not a full screen sort of it's sort of how it's very it's low resolution it's a low resolution display it's like an a17 on like a bunch of little dots yeah yeah well it's not like high quality led lights uh by a quick count it's about an 8 by 30 display in terms of pixels where no or uh, 30 by thousands yeah instead of 1920 by 1080 (laughs) but still it's Hopefully, a start. If, yeah, it's a start. We might get more in the future, and if like and I also said, if they can get it, if they can get it to stretch, then they can get that fabric to stretch around foldable phones. Who knows? One, no, then, they do do that around foldable phones, but the, yeah. the, the, tr- the trouble is the but plastic. They might, <laughs> they might use, yeah, they might use that stuff to put it in this and stuff. It's still like plastic. That. Yeah, no, but it is still plastic. So we'll use the same stuff. It's not fixing any problems. Whatever. I'm sorry. But they, you know, you they'll innovate on it. You're not solving anything here. You've just, you're just Fix the problem with the same problem. But that's how you solve every problem, is dumping <laughs> more problems on it. It's not dumping more, it's the same problem. Just got rid of the one problem, it's got the exact same problem. Whatever. All right. Let's talk about a guy who shits on people. Yes, okay, so a final thing for the evening. We have one topic for Weird, Wacky, Wonderful World. Where did Blippi go, Dan? What is Blippi? So, Dan, do you remember the error of the Harlem Shake? Yes. Right, have you ever watched the video of a man who shits on his friend during the Harlem Shake? I have not seen that one. So that man was a guy called Blippi. Right. Well, he wasn't Blippi at the time. He was just a guy who did weird, like, pranks and stuff. And then he transitioned to a children's show presenter. Oh, dear. Called Blippi. I kind of see and a bunch of, And a bunch of kids loved Blippi. Oh, well, don't worry, it doesn't get bad. Okay. The only bad thing is he shat on someone. There's a Harlem Shake video where he shat. Like, it's it's the Harlem Shake, and it's all the thing, and it's them oh, dancing. Oh, no, I was, I was thinking... I was and thinking then it, then the, this is the, coming up. No, no, no. Oh, okay. And then, the then well, maybe, but it's unknown at the moment. But it's the Harlem Shake, everyone's dancing, and then it cuts, and it's just him doing explosive diarrhea on his friend. Mm. <laughs> and so, then a couple years later, he comes back, and he's a children's show presenter. Yeah. <laughs> kids thing, and he's a blippy man. And then... Basically, what happens is, suddenly, the YouTube channel that has Blippi as the main host 
has started interchanging episodes with a new host. Oh. And people have gone, where the fuck's the old presenter? My kids noticed this fuck who isn't Blippy is Blippy. And also they had an incident where they did Blippy live and they right. basically replaced him with a bun- uh, bunch of actors who were pretending to be Blippy. And parents got really angry because it's like going to see a, your favorite band live. Yeah. And then having a cover band. Yeah. And then yeah. having a cover band turn up. And kids aren't so stupid that they don't recognize when a completely different person is playing. Like, kids are dumb and they'll go to Disneyland and not realize, but you know, there's some boundaries where kids are stupid, but some kids aren't stupid. Also, this channel has 12.4 million subscribers, so bear that in mind. I don't think they really care. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, at the moment, it looks like people are... Cu- this, uh, the, the main person is either trying to transition out of doing it, or people have speculated that they've kind of brought back the past of him shitting on someone, and everyone's mad. (laughs) But basically, this dude is disappearing from the YouTube channel, and parents are mad because their kids are crying about the fact that a different person is showing up on the show. Wow. And I just wanted to bring this up to talk about a man shitting on another man. That's very weird. I wouldn't say it's so much wonderful, but it's definitely weird. Yeah. And there we have it. Do you want to hear some... Do you want to hear some comments from some concerned parents? Oh, go Twitter? for it. Let's, let's, let's add them in. Did they not think my extremely observant four-year-old <laughs> would not notice a different dude playing hashtag blippy question mark? Tweeted by Bobby Dawson. Oh, our oldest was playing <laughs> into his videos, but like, did they think kids oh, just wouldn't notice it's a whole different person? Question mark. That's crazy, wrote Caroline tweeted. That's so stupid. It really is stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that. Wow. Um, <laughs> Are you happy I introduced you to the world of Blippy? <laughs> yeah, not really. Um, don't know where to go from here. Dan, plug our other show. TBO. Yes. Check out last week's TBO. We did AI Dungeons and Dragons. It started off a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit slow. Got really weird, really quick. And we did yep. two lots of stories. So stick around for both stories. There's an unedited version on our YouTube channel where it's the whole thing without all the awkward pauses and actually has video of the events that are happening. Uh, and if you want the quickly edited down version where it's a little bit smoother, a little bit faster, our last week's feed is great. Yeah, yeah check it out. It was um, some interesting It was an moments. experience. <laughs> yeah. It was an experience. And if you we'll like, like it, it again. We'll do, we'll do another one. Yes. Um. So yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode. E3, big updates, hopefully maybe next yeah, week. Yes, so you get the same week old news that you've heard already, but you can get our opinions on it, which are yeah. obviously more valid than everyone else's. Yep, that's <laughs> how this show works. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you then, everybody. Have fun. Bye. Time to snip off my penis.